Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The 6 o'clock six-pack with Dave Mann. News Radio 610 WTVN. Delane Christian to open up tonight's show. As always, on the harmonica and guitar, we'll talk about where Delane is gigging this weekend up from the hills of Tennessee for his monthly foray back to his hometown of Columbus. High Bank Distillery in tonight. Adam Hines, master distiller, and Jordan Hellman, uh, president of High Bank Distillery, are in. Uh, Adam, welcome back, and Jordan, welcome too. Thanks for coming in tonight. Yeah, thanks for having us. Now, I know, uh, like, tonight, or, well, I think this whole week has been, like, Columbus Beer Week, uh, Brew Week, or uh, Craft Beer Week. So when they zig, I figured it was good to zag and go the <laughs> distillery route tonight and, and have you guys in. And what are we starting off the show with this evening? Yeah, tonight we're going to uh, start with our Whiskey War product. It's our flagship product that... Uh, most popular in the uh, bars and restaurants and also in the liquor store. So Nummy. Yeah. Mm. And just uh, real quick, what's behind the name? Whiskey War. Uh, yeah. So in uh, 1875, Henry Corbin out of Westerville, Ohio, tried to open up a bar. And when he tried to open up that bar, it was blown up. Not once, but twice. <laughs> well. So uh, before it was blown up the second time, it was said that he came out wielding two pistols and that ignited the Whiskey War of Prohibition. And so that's why Westerville touts itself as where... Prohibition actually started. Yes. Um, so, as you'll see, anybody that's in a liquor store and they see our bottle, uh, it says Whiskey War and it has two pistols crossed above it. So that's the first thing I commented was the bottle. Yeah, <laughs> we like that. Yeah. Well, as always, uh, or I should say, at least more often than not, we get a, a history lesson when we uh, do the six pack on Friday nights. The six o'clock six pack with Dave Mann, News Radio six ten WTVN. Dylan Christian blowing the heart, playing guitar. High Banks Distillery, back in tonight. Adam Hines, master distiller. Jordan Hellman, president as well. Adam has been here before. It was like uh, mid-December, okay. and uh, we were just uh, kind of getting close to the uh, the holiday season, and if memory serves me correctly, you had uh, kind of hinted that there was something special coming on the horizon, and has that special happened yet? Uh, the special that we tasted last time has not, but it uh, still is on the horizon, but we have since uh, released something else that uh, just dropped on the shelves a month ago, and it is our Whiskey War Barrel Proof. Okay. So the Barrel Proof is uh, what, it, what it says, where basically it's straight out of the barrel. So uncut, unfiltered. Uh, this bottle specifically is 118.5 proof, so, so it'll get you there. Okay, so when, when you say on, it's straight out of the barrel, w- what is the difference between the first and the second? Um, I mean, obviously, you're saying it's straight out of the barrel, but what does the first product, what else does it go through? Yeah, so, typic- so the only difference is basically 
um, any bourbon that's you know on the shelf at you know 80 proof, 90 proof, you're gonna you're gonna cut it with purified water to cut it down to the proof that you say on the bottle. So our our whiskey war is at 88 proof, okay. and so after it comes out of the barrel, we will cut it with uh, purified water okay. to get it to that exact proof. And so a barrel proof is basically you're taking the product straight from the barrel and running it through a light filtration process, so you don't have you know large chunks of charred wood you know going into the bottle but okay. it just goes straight into the bottle then and, and what was the proof on the uh, this one the is 118.5 and you'll see on these bottles that are uh, hitting the liquor stores now it's all handwritten in because everyone's different so it's pretty unique so then how, how can you um i'm trying to think of my question here when when, when you're putting this into packaging and you're putting it into bottles mm-hmm. It can literally, the proof can change from bottle to bottle? From barrel to barrel. Okay, so barrel we'll, to barrel. we'll get about 220 bottles out of one barrel, and so we'll hand write uh, the proof in on those 220 labels and put them on the bottle. Gotcha. Um, so each each batch is, is unique. Uh, let's get a question here for, for Jordan, uh, president, and I believe, was there another title as well, president? Of, uh, just co-founder. Co-founder, yeah. there we go. Okay. And... Why? What what made you want to jump in? I mean, I'm th- I should say I thank that. you. Thank yeah. you. But, uh, Thanks is a better thing. <laughs> what, uh, what, to, yeah, to what got you insane. down the road and said, I want to start this. I want to do this. Yeah, I mean, as consumers, me and Adam are both pretty passionate about spirits, bourbon specifically. So that was definitely the beginning driving force. Um, but, I mean, we're both entrepreneurs before we did this. Adam, did you guys know each other prior to this? We did. Like, School buds or what? Uh, we met in church years ago, ironically <laughs> enough. Um, we worked on other projects together and just the entrepreneurial spirit we both had. We thought there was a great business opportunity in Columbus. Um, the distilling scene is much more wide open, a wild frontier, you might say, compared to the craft brewing scene, which was really boomed a lot. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I want to segue into that line of questions that I have for you. Um, the, the, the craft brew scene is crowded and getting more crowded every day. And with the distiller scene or distillery scene, however you would say that, how many we got in central Ohio? Four, five? No, there's, there's more than that. I oh, mean, really? There's, okay. Yeah, there's probably eight or so okay. um, around central. I don't know the exact number. It depends on what your definition of central Ohio is, you know, but I mean, we're about ready to have our uh ohio distiller guilds uh ohio distiller guild meeting next week and there's going to be over 30 different distilleries from around the state you know wow. that'll be coming in for that um so but yeah so is there still plenty of room oh, or, or is it getting elbow to elbow at this there's point not not at all i mean there's there's a ton of room i think that's what excites us about it i feel we feel like the craft distilling movement's about eight to ten years behind where the brewery movement is and so I don't foresee us getting 50 craft distilleries in central Ohio, you know, like there are breweries, but there's, there's room for a lot more. Well, and, and I believe in, in the, um, at least in the uh, brew pub business model that I've heard several people refer to before, is that if you can establish, if you got enough to kind of make yourself a nice little neighborhood bar, that that should be good enough to float your boat for your business at least as far as being a brew pub. I, I don't know how that translates if you want to be, you know, into retail and have a larger marketing footprint in that regard. 
How does that apply to a, a distillery world? Is it the same? Is it uh, more fine-tuned than that? I'd say there's definitely similarities. I mean, our bourbon, for example, isn't going to be ready for three years, most likely. Um, our bar and restaurant is really giving us the time and the breathing room to wait that out and um, not, I don't know, necessarily be counting every penny. It makes us a lot of money that if we didn't have that, we wouldn't have. And So did you guys have to start distilling three years before you even no, so what our whiskey the doors war, open? So the Whiskey War product is actually a blended product which is pretty common on the shelves of liquor stores. And the reason we did that was to allow our bourbon the time it needs, the bourbon that we make grain to barrel to bottle every day at our distillery, time it needs to rest in the barrel. And so we source two barrels, two, two different barrels from Indiana, and we source one barrel from Tennessee from different distilleries. We bring them on site, we finish age them, and we do a custom blend of, to make a unique product to us only. And that's on how site. we create our whiskey war. That's how whiskey war is created. So fascinating. We have a separate bourbon that's aging that hasn't been released yet. That's still a few years out. Yeah. And that's what we distill grain. So when you say it's it's a few years out, are you just hoping and praying that everything has gone according to plan I mean, inside of that barrel? If, and then when you you tap it or, or you know have that first drink out of it, I mean, is it is it a crapshoot or are you pretty sure it's going to be good? I mean, if it tastes good going in, it's going to taste good going out. You know, so it's... <laughs> So if when you it, taste it, you guys are like at Christmas time. You know? come, yeah. on, come on, let's do it. Yeah, let's gather around the tree. Yeah, the most the most common job offer that we at, people ask us is they want to be volunteer tasters. Yeah, so we have a long list. <laughs> Once again, High Bank Distillery and Adam Hines, Master Distiller, and uh, Jordan Hellman, President and Co-founder. Um, let's see. Now my my questions are a bit in flux since uh, I kind of jumped in there, but. Um, let, let's go with, are you a distillery with a restaurant or are you a restaurant that distills? Wow. What a great question what that a, is. Man, you know how many debates we've had about that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're our business. Good. I'm glad I, I, I got yeah. you. I mean, we, we categorize ourselves as a micro distillery, uh-huh. um, when we're describing ourselves. I mean, the, re- the, our bar and restaurant's a huge part of our business. There's no two ways about it. We just won Best New Bar by both Columbus Alive and 614 Magazine and got runners-up for Best New Restaurant in both of those publications as well. So we definitely take a lot of pride in our bar and restaurant. We take just as much pride in that as we do in our distillery. Yeah, we have a killer patio. So yeah. the nice weather days, you should check us out. So it's it's a tough question to answer. We I All I can say is we give just as much love to each part of our business. Yeah. They both mean a lot to us. And that's why Jordan and I have, have worked well together as partners. I mean, Jordan really heads up all the restaurant side of things and the overall uh, message of high bank, high bank, but I'm the one that handles all the distillation stuff in the back. So that was a good mesh of uh, interests and, and responsibilities. All right, we'll get back with Jordan and Adam and, uh, and Delane Christian on guitar. The 6 o'clock six-pack. <laughs> I'm Dave, man. This is the Six Pack Friday Night Beer Show. But we decided to go the other direction and go distillery show tonight. High Bank is in with um, Jordan Hellman, president and co-founder of High Bank, and master distiller Adam Hines. We'll get back with talk and talk with them here in just a, another minute or two. But now we'll talk to Dylan Christian, who you can hear playing that sweet harp and the guitar in the background. And 
Once a month, Delin comes out of the Tennessee Hills and ventures into Central Ohio to do a string of gigs. So, uh, what are you? Uh, where are you at tonight? I am at the uh, Barney Stone up in Linworth tonight, seven thirty okay. to uh, eleven thirty. Rick Waters, Phil Maneri, and John Pollock on saxophone. Does that cost me anything to get in there? Or? No, not at no? all. Never a cover charge. Great food. The patio doors are open, so. This is the, uh, they just, they built the place last year right when winter was coming in, so they've never really been able to use the, the garage doors. So now hmm. they're, they're open and it's a beautiful situation. Sweet. All right. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow night we're over at Diarini's Tavern and Grill. Um, Where? Diarini's Tavern and Grill okay. on Henderson Road. Uh, and Sunday night we're at Root Brothers. And then I'm uh, I'm in town for two weeks. I got hired to do a, a uh, there's a band, and I, I don't know who it is to be honest with you, at John Schwab uh, Recording. It's doing a Jay Giles tribute record. Hmm, interesting. I've been, I've been hired to play a bunch of uh, Magic Dick tunes. I was so. going to say you got to be the harp oh, player yeah, for that. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, you can't say no. You got to say yes. You know, so I'm, I'm like, wow, that is really I'm cool. I'm reliving my youth, man. I told the guy, I said, what keys? Because all I have is the albums. You know, and I'm going with what's on the turntable. <laughs> so I'm like 12 years old again, listening to Whammer Jammer. Yeah. You know, hard Wubba Goobba with the green teeth. Wubba Goobba with the green teeth. <laughs> Take out your false teeth, mama. What's that chick's name? <laughs> Rapunzel. Reputa. 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 Reputa the Buddha. <laughs> so that's, that's, and that's you don't kinda, know who it is. I don't. It's kind of nerve-wracking. <laughs> but I'm going to do the best I can, you know, and, and uh, uh, it's going to be fun. So, And then uh, next Wednesday, I'm at Milligan's. And Hilliard, which is a buddy of mine from high school, used to be the rusty nail back in the day. And it used to scare me when I was like, you know, 15, 16 years old and just started playing. I didn't think you were afraid of anything. Oh, dude, I can look really cool, but sometimes I'm scared (laughs) to death, you know. All right, yeah. so so you're back next weekend. I am. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We're doing a big private thing out at Choctaw Lake. You know where Choctaw Lake is? Come on out. We'll be playing out there uh, next Isn't that Sunday. like due west of Columbus? Yeah, yeah it's beautiful. We're, uh, we're, uh, they're calling it Fret Stock. We did this party 15 years ago. With the, it's a fret shop band. So they called it Fret Stock. So they said, let's redo it, you know, and everybody's still oh, around. So. All right. Well, yeah. plenty of Dylan Christian to, yeah, to go yeah, around the town. And All right. Well, we'll get back with High Bank Distillery. Jordan Hellman, president, co-founder, Adam Hines, master distiller. The 6 o'clock six-pack with Dave Mann. News Radio 610 WTVN. Used to be the one to hold you close. Yeah, used to be me that you wanted the most. Somewhere down the line, I let you slip away. Was I looking for a brighter day? Some kind of sign to show me the way. Girl, I didn't mean to confuse you with my heart. Delin Christian on guitar tonight and harp as we do our uh, six-pack show, Friday night edition, usually a beer show. Tonight we went distillery. Got High Bank Distillery in. Uh, last time they were here was uh, about mid-December of 2018. And uh, Jordan Hellman, president and co-founder in, along with Adam Hines, master distiller and We've moved on to the gin, and I, I'm <laughs> Delenn's chuckling over there. Second time of gin. First, they said, you drink gin? 
I said, here, it's the first time I ever had it. You know? <laughs> I still can't believe that's the first time you had gin was at, on this show. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, talk about the gin a little bit. Give us a little uh, insight. Take it wherever you want. Yeah, I mean, the benefit of me being the master distiller is I get to create things that I enjoy. Um, so I, I'm i not a huge fan of chewing on pine cones. So <laughs> we... Uh, you know, I made a gin. Can, that, can I stop you there sure. real quick? Why why is that pine cone scent or taste so prevalent? Yeah, in a classic gin? a classic gin is is very juniper berry heavy, and so you get that flavor from juniper berry. And so we still use we still use junipers. We still use classic you know gin um, ingredients in 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 our gin. Um, but we the main thing that we do at the end is we finish it with a blood orange. And when we do that finishing process, that's where you get this really strong orange aroma. People even attribute it to a similarity of Sprite, like smelling a Sprite. Yeah, yeah I get you know? that. Yeah. I get so, that. Yeah, so and... Hey, when you say finishing it with a blood orange, I mean, what is that? Are, are you guys just like literally chucking full oranges into some giant <laughs> vat that's going to grind them into a paste? I mean, essentially, and... yeah, there's there's a lot of different ways to do it. And so <laughs> it's, it is finishing it with, you know, the orange product like that. So, yeah, so, but... You know, you do get that. You'll when you taste it, you still get the flavors of the juniper. You still get a little bit of that bitiness that comes with that classic gin, um, but it really has a nice sweetness to it. I mean, the best way to drink this. We have a lot of great cocktails at our bar that treat it really well. My favorite is over ice with a lime wedge. Yeah. That's it. By the pool. Yeah, by the pool. Exactly. <laughs> Half a bottle later. <laughs> you you guys have got a, a fantastic restaurant that that has been very successful. We were talking off air about it uh, just a few minutes ago. And, um, you know, to my question earlier, are you a distillery with a restaurant or a restaurant that distills what, whatever it's a, a 50, 50 split, but talk about the experience when you go into high bank, if somebody wants fine, uh, spirits are going to go there and they're, and they're going to have some. And then as far as the meal is concerned, I have no idea on this. Are, are there certain spirits that pair better with beef and seafood and pasta or how do you how do you make your dining pairs and your drinks and all that stuff come together oh good question <laughs> he's um, good he's yeah good, right jeez um <laughs> man that's a tough question i don't i don't know i mean just to be completely honest i don't know that we specifically set out to okay. bring I, the two together well, I, I, I didn't know if that was a thing that, yeah. that's why i'm asking I, no it's a fair question you hear about that a lot with wine you know yes yeah. this, this wine pairs really well with this fish for example well when um, they tell me that about beer i think you're just making that up <laughs> i mean beer <laughs> beer is good with anything right I, unless it's real I, I don't know if you're drinking some like crazy fringe sour you might not want to have that with something well, and i think but, with a cocktail too it's so much dependent on the mood you're in um yeah, you know, if if it's a day like today where the sun's shining, yeah. you might want our high C. That's you know, it's uh, orange juice, uh, lemon juice, grapefruit juice with vodka. Um, but if it's you know, I got th- to think a, bourbon. a big slab of red meat goes good with bourbon. That, oh, that's, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking too. I'm, I'm thinking goes with you good there. with bourbon. <laughs> I marinate my steaks in bourbon. I'm just telling you. <laughs> yeah. And just out of, uh, this uh, question occurred to me this afternoon. I'm not vegan. Are are your spirits vegan friendly? Is there any sort of animal byproduct used in 
in not, the distilling? Not that I'm, not aware, that I'm of. <laughs> aware of. Uh, yeah. I did not mean to throw all these curveballs. No, no, so I, I think we're vegan. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't use any animal fat or anything yeah. like that. When I, 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 I wouldn't <laughs> think there would be, but. No, I'm racking my brain here. I think it's very vegan. <laughs> I wish you could have seen the look on their faces. Yeah, I, I, I can honestly say I have, been I have never been asked that question before in my life. Is your, <laughs> was, are your spirits beautiful. vegan? Well, the it funny thing is, is that I, I like Oreos are vegan friendly. So, I mean, if you, if you can subsist yeah. on Oreos and, and gin or bourbon or I mean, vodka, there, I mean, are, I'm that's sure the that, life to live, yeah, right? There's some that aren't. You make a bourbon cream. I mean, that's not going to be, you know, friendly. And the the Oreos do really go good with bourbon. I don't care what time of day it is. <laughs> well, the, the craft brew world seems to have the ability just to, to produce endless variations on their on their styles of beer. Does that apply to distilling? You know, there's a lot of stuff, and we have a lot of things in the works. I, I don't think we that we can be just as creative, and we are. I mean, I'm I'm back there playing around with stuff all the time. The the difference is the time it takes before you can come to market with something. You know, when we want to be creative and we're throwing our whiskey war into a sherry cast and we want to see what that tastes like, well, that's probably going to take about 12 months of aging yeah. in that sherry cast before we can then taste it and say, does this taste good So when, when you have an idea, when you wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to make this, mm-hmm. you can't taste that for... Yeah, I mean, you have to you have to <laughs> do some educated, yeah. educated guessing. I mean, it's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of education in tasting spirits yeah. and, and, I mean... We have a number of products so right now are, that are just are, aging, and we, we'll find out in yeah. nine, 12 months, is this going to be worthwhile to roll out? Is this something we're just going to enjoy on our own in our free time? I, I got to imagine, too, there's there's a some sort of online community somewhere sure. where these ideas and theories are exchanged Yeah, I mean, and it's stuff. A, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, the, just like the craft, you know, just uh, brewing mark or uh, um, uh, people in the craft brewing industry, it's the same as distilling. I mean, I have relationships in Louisville and Denver and Florida. I mean, just people that I've come across and interacted with and done classes with or toured their distilleries and we just really hit it off. You know, I mean, you you learn a lot of different things and, and I mean, you see what they're making and, you know, it's like, well, I want to make a very, you know, a variation of that or that that yeah, gives me definitely. an idea for this, you know. And you, you guys do do a vodka, correct? Correct. Okay. And I know I, I'm, well, quite certain almost positive that i think i asked you this question last time but i'll ask it again because i I hear people bring this up all the time and i don't remember what your answer was Uh, i've heard vodka can only get so good Mm -hmm. and then you're just paying for the bottle or the name or the marketing on top of that is that a myth i mean it's it uh obviously the level the quality of product that you use has a huge effect on it but you know the whole idea of vodka is to be as odorless, tasteless, colorless as possible, right? You want to, you want so it to you can put it in it. beer. Yes, exactly. You know, or hide it from your mother. It, it's the thing that you're trying to, you know, mix into a cocktail, you know, or yeah. have a refreshing vodka soda with lime. You know, you're not wanting to taste corn. Liquor, you know, when yeah, you're right. when you're drinking that, you know, and so the level of distillations, the more you distill it, the more plates that it goes through, you know, in that process the more it's going to take out those flavors. So is is there is there ever a cutoff as to how far you can distill? I mean, can you yeah, distill I mean, it to infinity and beyond? You, I mean, you can waste a lot of money, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, so I mean, the, you know, vodka has to reach at least 100 and it has to reach at least 190 proof to be considered vodka when you're distilling it. So and you can't distill uh I don't think I think it's either you can't distill above 192 or 193 proof um in general. So you have to take it up to that threshold 
and then you dilute it down. Similar to what we talked about earlier, where our whiskey's at 88, but our barrel proof's at 118. You cut it with that purified water mm-hmm. uh, source to bring it down to that proof. And so our vodka is reaches that 190 proof, and then we cut it down to that 80 proof. So, so I don't know if this question transfers or not, but you look at a, a beer, and it'll tell you that it's a 7.2 ABV. Mm-hmm. But in spirits, you're talking about proof. Proof what, is, what's the... if you divide proof in half, that's your alcohol content. Okay. So 80 proof is 40% alcohol. All right, that's, gotcha. It's, it's pretty simple when it comes Perfect. to that. All right, we got one segment left. This has been a blast. I've learned a lot tonight. Uh, we got the guys in from High Bank Distillering and uh, Distillery and uh, Delin Christian. We'll finish it off next. News Radio 610 WTVN. The 6 o'clock six-pack with Dave Mann. News Radio 610 WTVN. It's a Friday night beer show, but uh, we're talking High Bank Distillery this evening with Jordan Hellman, president and co-founder, and Adam Hines, master distiller, Dylan Christian on guitar and harp, and you guys, uh, maybe we can drop a little bit of an exclusive here tonight. You, you got some, uh, you got a rum product looming on the horizon. Talk about that a little bit. We do. It is looming. So we... Uh we have a lot of different products that we always experiment with. That's the, that's the fun part, the creative part, you know, of owning a craft distillery, right? You, you, we created our three core products and then now it's like, now what, what can we do? And so we, we, uh, got word of, uh, a Caribbean an original Caribbean white rum that somebody had some extra of. We got some samples that tasted really good. We're like, we had this idea of, I wonder as we're emptying these whiskey barrels, what would, rum you know asian our whiskey barrels taste like so we uh we sourced some of it we bought some of it brought it up threw some into some barrels and that was almost 12 months ago now and uh so come september here we're gonna hit the 12 month mark have you heard of anybody doing that before there are a few uh nobody in the area you know that's doing it um and that's that's the thing too it's like we respect a lot of the other distilleries that are around here and and the products that they make i mean what watershed and their Barrel-aged gin, you know, it's delicious. Is there as much of a, a camaraderie with the distilleries as there appears to be, that everybody tells me there is with the, the, uh, yeah, the brewhood as yeah, well? Yeah, absolutely. I, I uh, you know, I'm good friends with the guys at Noble Cut up in Gahanna. They're uh, a new distillery that opened up around the same time as us. Um, I was just out at the ADI conference, which was the American Distillers Institute conference in Denver. And I happened to sit next to Greg at breakfast one morning, who's the owner of Watershed. And uh, we grabbed some drinks later that yeah uh, later that night too. So I mean it's it's definitely you become friends with people. Um, I mentioned earlier about we have a the Ohio Distiller Guilds meeting guild meeting that's coming up here okay. on Sunday and Monday, and uh, we'll all be hanging out. Okay. Well, I tell you what, we got to wrap it up. High Bank Distillery in tonight. Jordan Hellman, president and co-founder, and Adam Hines, master distiller. Thank you both very much for coming in. Thanks much for appreciated. Thank you so much. We'll get you back in uh, a little closer to. Uh, the next drop date Definitely. of some of the new stuff. For sure. And uh, Delin Christian will close us out tonight on the Six Pack News Radio 610 WTVA. Everybody got to gather around, got to find your place at the table. Mama's been cooking all day long with the help of Owen Mabel. She's got collard greens and pinto beans, more spare ribs than one man need. She's got Biscuits, bacon, and bourbon, a fried chicken, a waffles, and weed. Hey! She's got biscuits, bacon, and bourbon, a fried chicken, a waffles, and weed. Weed!
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.